This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Brought to you by Canada Post. Head to canadapost.ca forward slash insight podcast for ideas to add value to your marketing. As we get going into our show, I want to talk about SEO quickly. This whole search engine optimization thing. People are frustrated by it, confused by it, and probably not really getting the straight goods about how it works. Back when we outsource our SEO, we're often confused when we get the reports back. It seemed like a dark art. They were rubbing some sort of oil on our websites and supposedly magic was happening. When we started using AREFs, it was a game changer. The reports we got, the clarity on site ranking for terms, and really the transparency and understanding between off-site and on-site SEO was really helpful. Today, for all of our clients, we provide HREFs reporting and use the tool to audit sites. It's the premier SEO tool, and you can have the confidence you're getting the top quality tool that provides incredible support and resources to help you with your SEO for your brand or the clients you work with. Check out arefs.com today. Hey everyone, welcome to another week of Marketing Jam. I am so excited uh, because we have a special guest who has been published in Canada Post Insight Magazine, which if you have not subscribed yet, it is your incredible dose of print, textured, smelling action that comes delivered to your house or your office or wherever you live. And it is full of insights, uh, no pun intended, uh, data, articles, information, ideas, and really, really cool case studies. I, I will admit I go to the case studies first because I find them fascinating. Um, but without further ado, Bilal, thank you for being here. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Darren. Tell us about the article you wrote for Insight and uh, what it was all about. Yes, as we know, um, marketing domain itself has gone through a bit of a transition, right? I mean, we have gone from very traditional ways of engaging our audiences, engaging our prospects and customers to then, you know, scaling through technology, um, leveraging, you know, whatever data that we could get to try to optimize our ability to reach the right audience and, the, you know, activate the right audience and ultimately build some kind of relationship. With the advent of, you know, always on platforms, um, advancements in marketing tech and cloud data platforms, we are now coming to a point where marketers can truly deliver experiences like the Spotify's and the Netflix's of the world. And the article that we have written right now, I mean, that uh, I wrote was very much about personalization and what is the role of data uh, within our world. And, and how do you start on an initiative like that? How do you organize yourself from a data strategy perspective, data modeling side of things? And then you know, what kind of architecture is necessary to deliver on that? And, and then ultimately get to a point where your models are so optimized that your segmentation is actually addressing an audience of one. Wow. And uh, not just talking about Tom Cruise's Minority Report, the, the machines that scan the eyes. And have you remember that scene? And it popped up those ads that were specific for Tom in that movie. If, if anything, the notion that I, uh, that I talk about in the Insight Magazine right here yeah. uh, is very much about moving away from the push, push, push and actually designing experiences that drive interest and pull people in. And that means we need to annoy them less. 
We need to be a little bit more personalized in knowing them so that we can we can think about, you know, what is the right moment for us to actually have the right pitch? Or perhaps it is the right moment not to sell anything, but rather just nurture the relationship, serve them better. And that's that's primarily where we're coming from. Right. And when it comes to uh, the notion of leveraging customer data, you know, the stand that I've taken is that we have to be very specific about what we want. And then based on that, figure out where, what attributes do I want about the customer? Mm -hmm. And then, then map out where does that come from? Too much data is useless for us. Too much data, you know, that is being captured in less than ethical manner can also cause issues later on. We're also as consumers uh, living in this always on kind of a world or more sensitive to our information, privacy yeah. issues associated yeah. with it. It's been abused. And that's why anyone, you know, going on this journey now should be thinking through like, you know, uh, what is the right balance? So if I were to throw an idea at you, uh, being useful to people. So uh, let's say there's a water park, right? And it's um, a really sunny day and someone who lives half an hour from the water park gets an Instagram ad or Facebook ad that says, hey, it's only a 30 minute drive and it's sunny today because the ad pulls data from the weather and from what city they're in because you tell Facebook what city you're in. And if someone who's like an hour away, it says, hey, it's sunny today. It's only an hour drive. It's worth it. Here's a Spotify playlist link that you can listen to while you drive there with your kids. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yes. And perhaps we can go even deeper, right? Knowing that, you know, the mobile device has access to your calendar and in the calendar, you may have an appointment. You, I mean, you may have an appointment for a stopover in between that can be scheduled in, right? That's personal. Um, we may also want to look at how many times that message had been sent over to you in the past and had no inaction. So maybe perhaps I shouldn't be, you know, uh, taking you to a store and, and, and trying to pitch you, you know, the new pop that's out in market. Or it could be as simple as just helping you, you know, knowing that if you're with your kids, helping you with some entertainment options that mm -hmm. can be enabled within a Pretty, you know, what, what we're seeing uh, is emerging at a luxury segment, for instance, where entertainment options are already built in within cars, right? Mm -hmm. um, your device is part of an ecosystem that is serving you an ability to personalize that experience. And marketers need to understand that so that it's not just their message, but also the context of where your customer is at. What are they going through? What does their life uh, look like? And then ultimately get to a point where they become an easy insertion into their life and almost like a lifestyle integration. I mean, I imagine like a um, you know massage studio or like a nutritionist who says, hey, I can't uh, massage you over the phone and I can't give you some nutritional food, but here's a relaxing playlist to lower your stress levels today to stay healthy. 100%. And, and, and then they become that friend, right? That helpful person. And, and, and you know what? This just reminded me of, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it now, and this is not a sponsored post, yeah. but the Garmin straps now are superbly smart about uh, their KPI called body battery. Okay. The body battery is looking at your heart rate, your activity for the day, you know, how many times have you moved? Um, it's looking at how, you know, well you slept and it's kind of calculating, you know, you wow. know what your energy levels are like. And when your energy levels are low, it actually recommends taking a break. It wow. actually looks at the stress rate and it also kind of. Uh, you know, kind of triggers you to take to basically as soon as it detects an anomaly, it tells you to take a break. 
Does it text right? you that so, or how does it tell you? It actually notifies it's like, hey, oh. I feel like you're stressed. You know, take a breather. Maybe you can do some exercises. Wow. That is oh. like this is all built in a device less than $179, right? What? So 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 like and and this is what intrigues me because if you think about it, this is all valuable data that they're capturing. And obviously they have not abused it. They have not sold it to anyone oh. else. Yeah. And with 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 the privacy laws and what's coming up next, we're not gonna have that situation where you know you can just grab data from anywhere, especially in Canada. Yes. But if I said, hey, you know, use my Garmin yeah. data to yeah. help me with my planning of the rest of the day. Yeah. You know, if you're feeling energetic, you know, throw in, or organize a meeting or two that I can actually be part of. If not, if I'm not energetic, if I'm not, uh, you know, feeling really well, perhaps the the optional meetings that are on my calendar can be moved away. Wow. Right? That is optional personalization, right? But I want, like, I use a tool called, um, like, Under Armour has this incredible yes. tool called Made Fitness Pal, and I love it. And yes. I love it because it's not about... Um, like a restrictive diet, it's more about a balanced eating lifestyle. But I, I always think I'm like, I'm like Under Armour, sell this data to like HelloFresh or Chef's Plate or a local grocery store or skip the dishes and says, hey, we noticed you're you missed you haven't had lunch yet or you haven't registered your lunch or you're really low on fiber, right? You got a low fiber intake for the day. Here's a suggested dinner. Pre-order it now. Like I, I would do that. Like 100%. I'm a sitting, I'm a sitting duck that wants that help. And that's exactly it, right? For me too. Like I would actually prefer something like that because it's integrated with my life versus pushing messages when I don't want it. I used to give an example in the early days when I was doing social media, right? Was that, hey guys, you know, when social is a conversation and yeah. advertisers, you guys need to be a little bit more sensitive about the fact that if I'm having a conversation with Darian, please yeah. don't throw an ad for a Tide <laughs> because yeah. it's irrelevant. I don't want it. I will not buy it. But, you know, and it's a waste of an impression. No, it totally is like my wife and I will, will um, we don't have like traditional cable TV anymore. So we use the apps and we're trying to watch Amazing Race. Um, and it, it's so frustrating because it's the same ad. This is the worst part it, because they don't sell many ads, I guess. They run the same ads all the time and sometimes oh, yeah. two, three times in a row on these commercial breaks. And, you know, we're watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and we're having to hear an ad for, you know, I, I love them, BCIT, but they're doing the same ad. So it just becomes my thoughts towards BCIT are more annoyed. And I'm yes. like, you are an interruption to yeah. a pleasurable evening. And, but it wasn't even done well. Like, like there's this beautiful A&W ad I saw a while back where it was um, the, the guy, the, the A&W guy. Uh, and he was like, hey, just want to let you know we got a new burger. And hey, here's some puppies. Sorry for interrupting your video. And I was like, yes, right. you did interrupt my video, but you showed me some puppies. And he goes, stay and watch these or just go ahead and hit skip and watch your video. And I was exactly. like, that was genius. Instead of like, the whatever Shaw experience on or, you know, CTV experience that was just like hitting me on the head time and time again. Because someone said it takes 12 impressions for me to change Darian's mind. So I need to do it right away. <laughs> no, but it's like, it's almost like dating, right? It's like, so if you woo that woman or, or woo that man or whatever, you just keep going and be like, hey, how about now? You want to date now? How about now? How about now? Versus like, send me flowers over time or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. And that's it. That's what the article was all about. I mean, um, and, you know, ultimately it's talking about something that I've been focused on a lot uh, these days as, you know, we go through this age of personalization. Yes. First, it starts with education of the fact that personalization doesn't mean your offers get tailored. Sure, that is 
like one of the you know the use cases but truly i mean we just talked about it right when when it's something personal it has to become uh personal to me not to you yeah not for your targeting capabilities but rather to me as a consumer it needs to be part of my context and it does mean that you know as consumers and i think we've all come to this point where we do want our data to be used for our purposes yeah. but as long as we're informed about it, as long yeah. as we've been advised and we opt into it. And I think a lot of the marketers um, are, are kind of trying to figure out how do they navigate that um, in their worlds. And it's yeah. not easy, right? It's yeah. very hard to be thinking about um, what specific needs you have today, which will also be relevant for tomorrow, and yeah. then mapping out your strategy according to it versus mm-hmm. just saying, hey, I want it all. Yeah. It's easy for me, right? And I'll figure it out. But the, that part also makes it so hard for you to actually do something with it when it's your time to actually leverage the data to inform your strategy and inform your design, inform your execution. Yeah, or or advertisers who are going the easier route, the path of least resistance, the, the easier method, who's just, a, let's just one run an ad campaign to all of the area around this water park uh, versus taking into consideration weather and distance from the park. And you know what? Disney does a good job at it, right? With their bands and 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 like, you know, their ecosystem of sensors that enable within the park to kind of mm-hmm. figure out where you are. And I'm sure like we just talked about this use case. Yeah. Maybe they incorporated, you know, some elements of that in there now, um, given the pause <laughs> yeah. where 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 they're thinking through like how you're feeling, right? And yeah. and if the whole notion behind the Disney band was the fact that, you know, it is it is a real-time sensor that is yeah placing i mean that that is helping disney figure out where you are what you've been up to and so that their team members can um, help uh, serve you better in a more personal manner right imagine knowing how you're feeling how tired you are how you are how stressful it is going early so you can get in line for the new ride star wars ride because it was a first come first come basis Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly it but it's worth it it's worth it so I went to Disneyland as a kid and then going as an adult with my kid I remember looking around at like 8 30 in the morning and all these stressed out people who are on their phones trying to register on that ride and then people yelling you know in relief and and excited about the number and the queue that they got but it was such a wildly stressful fascinating kind of ecosystem that they created for this thrill of the ride right 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 that's yeah yeah so okay I got to ask the big question a lot of people are going to see your name, your bio, the company you're with, which is typically known, Deloitte, as an accounting firm. So why do accounting firms care about marketing? And, and what relevancy does an accounting firm have oh, in marketing? So, so, so um, you probably read the article where, like, you know, Deloitte's new building in Toronto was, you know, uh, was in place. We kind of brought in five different offices together. And there was an article, I think, in National Post or so where they said, accounting firm is here. And everyone in consulting services that is not an accountant was just shocked that, hey, we like people still think of us as yeah. an accounting firm. And yes. You know, 40% of our business is in accounting and audit and, you know, traditional uh, finance services. The rest is focused on basically solving for the really complex issues uh, for for front office applications. And when I say front office, anything customer facing, back office, how do you organize yourself, you know, across the different functions within the business. Um, And then there is a notion of customer marketing. 
mm. and 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 there and it required capability uh, again you know based on market need based on what what our clients were looking for was basically a, a service that brings the best thinkers mm -hmm. the best doers the best technologists the best data analytics folks data engineers data scientists and then the the practitioners mm -hmm. who are take, making it all work yeah. into one organization mm -hmm. so that we can solve for when someone's having an issue with sales dropping or when someone is having having an issue with customer sentiment, those and you know and or they're pressed to scale their market, and mm -hmm. or they're trying to figure out how do we market for today's world when I have seven different business units yeah. and I've got five thousand people, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you organ? How do you design that operating model? How do you get that so that Bilal and Darian can get? Uh, the right personalization, you know, uh, messages from the brand versus someone working in silo trying yeah. to do everything by themselves. Wow. So, so Deloitte is actually specialized in like, you know, in services that um, focus on customer experience, yeah. you know, data analytics, you know, and, and implementation of technology and advisory services all around it. Amazing. Um, we're ranked the highest actually by the different analysts in regards to bringing it together from a vision perspective, but also execution. Hey, are you having trouble tracking inbound phone calls from your website or ads? CallRail gives you the call tracking you need to measure the success of your marketing efforts in real time. Discover how many calls you receive from your Google ads, organic searches, social media efforts, and so much more. But that's not the only reason we use CallRail. CallRail seamlessly integrates your call and conversion data with over 700 marketing tools and platforms, including Google Analytics and Salesforce to fuel deeper insights automatically. Start your free trial today with CallRail. Have you seen that movie with Don Cheadle? Or it's not a movie, sorry, a TV series with Don Cheadle and uh, the girl from, uh, she's in Frozen, but she's a real person. She's married to Dax Shepard. I should know her name. But I don't remember right now. But they did a whole TV series on a consulting firm and what it was like. I think it was called Lie to Me. Yes, 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 yes. Have you seen this? Yes. Um, and that was my impression when I joined Deloitte to, uh, because I was the first marketer at Deloitte in Canada. Okay, wow. So that was my impression. I was the first one, man. So I came in. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And I was coming from Silicon Valley at that time. So yeah. I was in a totally different mode. And then I realized, you know, what was happening, right? From a, from a clientele perspective, from market, evol like evolving nature of consultancies in yeah. general. Um, and then we kind of mapped out different ways. And so I kid you not, that was my impression, but it's totally not that. Okay, okay, okay. That's, my, that's like what I said. <laughs> So, okay, so I've seen, and um, I've also learned recently, like, so there's people who get hired to be SEO consultants, but they don't do any of the work. They'll give the ideas and then the people in house then do it. Is that kind of like the idea of a consultant, you give the ideas, the roadmap, the strategy, and then people execute it in house. Is that part of what you do? Or is it more, you're, you're there along the way holding hands? It's a, it's a blend, right? So, so like, you know, that when, when we're addressing like the CMOs, a lot yeah. of them are thinking about the fact, and, and I, I used to be one back in the days myself. Yeah. So kind of like, you know, there is desire to build in-house capability. So you're yeah. not relying on third parties all the time yeah. uh, for advice and execution, right? So a lot of our work is focused on building out internal capability. Sometimes yeah. that means you will consult and advise on the right way of doing it. But other times, 
And I have clients who, who, who basically have decided, no, we don't want any of that in-house. Okay. I want you to map it out. Yeah. You know, my business goals, yeah. you know, map out a strategy against that and then execute for me. Wow. And, and, and so that I can focus on other things that I need to do. Amazing. So it's, it's a blended model. Again, the large size of organization allows us to kind of tailor it to whatever the client desires. So as a, as someone maybe who's in marketing right now, um, or kind of growing up in the marketing world, they can always go, you know, they can go agency side, they can go brand side. And this third option, consulting side, how would you describe the difference between these three worlds to someone who's maybe thinking about going from one area to another, or maybe is currently looking for work and, and is maybe never considered going into consulting? Good question. Um, I think it's very hybrid now, right? It's, it's blended throughout. Mm-hmm. You've got industries or, or brand side, um, and I started my career in that, right? Yeah. Um, they they become you know they've established their own little agencies and consultancies, right? Where you know it's a central hub trying to sort out for you know uh, and connect the dots between all the different business units, right? Mm-hmm. That are in their organization. You got agencies that are trying to be like consultancies, yep. trying to move upon like you know uh, paying attention to more than just paid, moving, extending. Mm-hmm earned and owned, focusing on the technology implementation side mm-hmm. of things, focusing on the advisory and consultancy around it, how to use that tool moving forward kind of a deal. And then he got consultancies who have always focused on the big picture strategy, mm-hmm. design, large scale complex technology implementations, who are saying, okay, we need to go in and we need to solve for the business issues around the customer yeah. and, 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 and solve for what is keeping like a modern CMO up at night now, right? Yeah. Because a lot of them have P&L responsibility. When yeah. I started, you know, marketing was a very different kind of a function yeah. than what it is 20 years later, right? Wow. Um, switching gears here, uh, apps that you love, life hacks, kind of resources that you'd recommend to other folks in this, uh, this world. So, and I think uh, for me personally, these yeah. days, Garmin, just yeah. because of, yeah, everything. I mean, like focused on it, just paying attention to like, is it accurate? Oh my God, it is accurate. Yeah. Um, and and I think uh, a lot of us are running and doing yeah. some biking, cycling. Yeah. So there's an app called, and I'm gonna check it out, which is very interesting. Where you go, when you go for a run, yeah, um, relive. Okay, nice. I don't nice. know if it's gonna show or not, but it's tracking and sharing your activities. Um, in, in a very immersive manner. So it actually yeah. produces a video after your run and kind of like, you know, has a whole like a drone like footage of where you've been. And Amazing. it's pretty cool. It's free. Yeah. Check it out. Um, okay. That's my latest action at the moment. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been the COVID hobbies. Yeah. I have, I have, I've been, I've tapped into the inner nerd that has always yeah. been there. Yeah. And I'm into mechanical keyboards these days. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. That's very cool. And then what about books or podcasts that you recommend to kind of stimulate the brain and kind of get someone thinking more about data and marketing? Data and marketing. I think um, the best thing that I've been paying attention to is this basically, um, actually, funny enough, I've, 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 because I spent so much of my time in data and marketing, right? My, my, <laughs> my own personal focus has been a way more on the spiritual and like more yeah. psych, uh, leadership, psychology yeah. kind of yeah. deal. And I've been listening to this I, voice I just, the leadership podcast. So what are some ones that you'd recommend that are good? Uh, and 
there's a voice of leadership. That's the podcast itself. Okay. Okay, cool. um, and, and, and something that just intrigued me just a couple of days ago actually was uh, something that Tim Ferriss recently came out with, which was more about what he's gone through and why he spent the majority of his life focusing on controlling the body and mind. Mm. But then it's going to the deeper issues of like, you know, safety and and self-expression. Yeah. And I'm noticing that it's coming up and emerging as more of a team these days because of COVID, right? People yeah. are really focusing on the the inner peace and what we're the purpose and and why are we here yeah oprah's soul sundays had a big spike of subscribers and um was it lewis house i just discovered because zach king one of my favorite youtubers now of course tiktoker etc original viner um the magician was on the show and so i listened to the interview and and then i saw he had like rob bell on and a bunch of other really interesting folks who talk about spirituality and inner peace and and finding that meaning in life so um, it was, uh, again, I, I love discovering new shows and, and finding what people are listening to. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then that's, that's what we're noticing, right? So at a macro level, there's been a lot of conversation that I'm looking at from Silicon Valley VCs expressing mm -hmm. that they're losing CEOs because mm -hmm. CEOs are saying, I want to do things that are more purposeful. Give me the complex, give me the hard mm -hmm. problems now, okay. because I don't know how many years I have left. Yeah. So, and that's, uh, that's, I mean, and going back to your question, that's if you're interested in solving really hardcore, complex problems, that's yeah. where agencies shine because that's the only business they get, right? They get mm -hmm. the stuff that it's not easy. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, think about it, right? You need, if it's, if it's a complex issue, mm -hmm. that is when you need your advice and consultation, right? Outside voice, outside perspective, outside voice. Like, you know, kind of reason with and understand, you know, what the third party, yeah. uh, not, you know, objective view would be. Um, so, so, so going back to it, I think if, if those are the problems that are, you know, that intrigue you, mm -hmm. that's, that's ultimately what I'm seeing is trending at the moment. Wow. That's, that's really fascinating. And, and as far as kind of like trends that you're watching that you're really amazed by or brands that you're watching, you're like, man, you got to watch this brand or you got to follow this trend. Who would you recommend or what would you recommend? Hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm going to be biased towards any, any brand that is really going beyond just having an e-commerce store <laughs> because everyone is just thinking, Hey, I'm going to have an Amazon like experience and guess what? Like I'm it. Right. Yeah. Um, we're, I'm, I'm paying attention to this firm called uh, Cognitive. It's a scale up uh, coming out of Toronto. They're really thinking through like, uh, what is the future of loyalty? Yeah. Right. Because what's, what everyone is saying is that when you, when everything looks and feels the same, yeah. right. If everyone's got an amazing shopping cart experience, because mm -hmm. everything is digital first, yeah. got it. Um, you know, maybe you have figured out your delivery and supply chain issues as well. So you're very much like Amazon. So you're on par. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Now, every mom and pop shop is leveraging yeah. Shopify experience, yes. using yes. the supply chain network yeah. to kind of you know, optimize how you know, they manage the inventory and get it out to the customer. Yeah. Then what? If Derry and Bilal have so many options, yeah. how do you get them to keep coming back? Wow. Because you can't be fighting on price all the time because Amazon and Walmart's the world will always have you beat or matched, right? Yeah. It's the stars, it's man. The I want more, more Starbucks stars. Bingo. It's, it's the loyalty thing. And what they're saying is that let's think about what is loyalty. Me and you both know that loyalty is a result of a lot of things going in the right direction. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. It's yeah. not the points. Yeah. It's not points for like discounts. Yeah. And and um and so that's where like how do you become loyal when you know um when 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 it's not about the points and yeah. and it's not about like you know just teaching a customer and a consumer that you only come to me when I have a discount code for you or an yeah. offer for you. Because that's not going to be profitable in the long term. Mm-hmm. So, so what what this uh, startup is working on is basically a notion of using what they call zero party data. Yeah. Um, very permission based, yep. very value driven uh, way of basically saying, "Well, you know, you've been feeling this way. Mm-hmm. We recommend, you know, because you're a member here, mm-hmm. we recommend check out this, this, and that. And yep. and guess what? Because of your prior interactions and your history, you know, we can personalize that package for you and almost get you in, uh, in a way where, you know, it's delightful for you. So you can actually take your kids in and your family at a discounted rate, but wow. the notion of never discount. What they're doing instead is that they're working with the ecosystem that they brought wow. together to kind of surf Bilal in wow. that package together. Yeah, yeah. Not, so there's no discount. Yeah. But it's just a personal package only for below. Yeah, it's very interesting to me at the moment. Yeah, uh, and 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 it's a, it's a strong team. So that's kind of like what I've been paying attention to a lot. I saw a skip the dishes order yesterday. A friend posted where they had just gotten a, a color printer. I asked her if they had a color printer because uh, she followed up on this, and they put her name and said, "Hey, Elena, thanks for ordering from us." And it was on the package that arrived at her house. Her name, and I was like, "That is genius." And 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 and, and uh, this reminded me of the cookie that you gave me a couple of years ago when I spoke at your conference. <laughs> yeah, I had to give you a cookie. And I remember it because I still have it. I didn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> because t- tell tell the audience what it was. What was on that cookie? It was my face, right? Your it was face. it was my face uh, with. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how you did it because I yeah. can tell you that it was the icing that was shaped like my yes. face on yeah. the cookie. So yeah. like, yeah, that's personalization. There yeah. you go, Darian. You've been at the even at the forefront of it years before. <laughs> so funny. So one thing I think loyalty wise, like I have a, there's a winery in Kelowna, which is about a two, three hour drive from Vancouver area here um, called Mission Hill. And you can join the club. And, and really I learned like I, the club appeared to be this huge thing to hurdle. And it was this big exclusive thing, but really they just said, just order a certain amount of wine each year and you can be in this club, which gives you access to the special room and special events. And like, but really, none, nothing was really discounted. There was like free shipping, but then there's always ways to get free shipping from them. But it was like this experience to know that whenever I'm up in Kelowna, I can experience this thing, this kind of like other world, yeah. right? Behind yes. the curtain or kind of in the, the Narnia closet, right? There's this closet exactly I can go into. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and ultimately, that's where we're going towards, right? The way, uh, you know, it, it energizes the consumer, right? Yeah. It's not annoying it's not yeah. letting me feel like negative about you i'm yeah. not putting ad blockers so that i can avoid seeing your message in fact i want to be pulled in i want to go there yeah you just talked about it i could see the smile on your face yeah your energy right when does I'm, that happen about <laughs> against an ad that you saw on your yeah. streaming service well like skip the dishes just released it two weeks ago just released a um loyal like you can earn stars now and you can earn rewards if you order enough from skip um, but a part of me is like, I'm not motivated because I guess maybe they're trying to say you skip over Uber Eats or Uber, you know, the other competitors. But then the flip side is they're also the other ones are trying to say, buy this membership and we'll make your delivery super discounted. 
So they're all trying different methods I'm watching to be like, be loyal to us. But then there's a restaurant group here as well that, again, took the Starbucks app and made a copy of it, essentially, like a very emulated it. And I love it because, again, I never get any discounts, but it's just more when you hit certain levels, right? You get like a free drink or, and I get a free drink on my birthday and I get like a little, you know, little perks. And it's just kind of fun. It's kind of the gamification of it, too. I'm like, OK, I'm going to eat somewhere for dinner anyways. I'm going to order lunch somewhere. What if I go there? Because then I can try to see if I can get up to that next level. And, and that's what it is, right? It's, it's, and then this is uh, what we call it. This is the nudge theory, right? That yeah. can nudge you into the into the behavior that is natural to you and also mutually beneficial, right? I don't need to push you into something no. that is against you know your core essence and you don't want it, right? And and this is the art and science of what. I focus a lot on because it's not just data. It's also the human behavior. <laughs> it's almost like I call it almost like the brass ring effect. Like I, I want to get that. Like I want to see if I can get it. Like I don't need it, but it's just more yeah. the fun of can I reach the, the brass ring? Exactly. Exactly. And then and, and that's the experience element to it. Yeah. And, and those that don't know what the brass ring is back in the day, there would be uh, merry-go-rounds with little mm-hmm. horses on it. And if you could reach the brass ring, you get a free ride. You get to go again for a second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, so, so this, I mean, and that's that's one one of the elements, right? In design of a new loyalty generating program, right? Um, because a lot of them were focused on frequency for discount. Yeah. Didn't matter what you bought. If you came in five times, five yeah. pops, there you go, you get your five dollars back, or you could be buying five laptops or five iPads. Well, and that's, it's the same. That's the old Navy method, right? Like the the cash back, right? They're always giving yeah. those little slips of cash and they're always trying to get you to come back and so wait, tell me, how do people get a hold of you? How do they find you, follow you, learn more from you? I'm on Twitter, uh, Bilal Jaffrey, LinkedIn. Um, I was on Facebook a lot, but not anymore. Otherwise, it's fb.com slash Bilal Jaffrey. Twitter is the best, uh, yeah. and LinkedIn. It's amazing. Thank you so much for coming it's on the show. It's a pleasure. It's been fun. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here. Marketing Jam. We'll see you next week on The Jam. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.